Hey everybody, my name is Eric. My name is Takandra, and welcome to Building, Building with, with the, the Browns. Browns. We are super excited to bring you fresh revelation and perspectives based on our life experiences. Yes, we are all about laying foundational truths regarding marriage, love, faith, family, finances, and more that are built to last. We hope you enjoy Building with the Browns. Hey, boy. I ain't want to say hey, boy. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? Oh, yeah. I forgot about y'all. Hey. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't have a song? No. Are we doing something different today? Yeah, we're doing a little different What today. are we doing? One, I want to talk about safety. We do have a song. We do have a song. I wonder who sings it. I don't know. You sing it. Let me see what it sounds like. I find safety in your arms. That is not. Love, love. I find safety in your arms. Whose song is that? That's your song. Arms? It don't say arms. (laughs) Oh, it say safety in your love. (laughs) I find safety in your love. Love, love. Why I say arms? (laughs) But I do find safety in your arms. Do you? So safety. Yeah. In your love. Of course, I was talking about God. You yeah, know, the love of God. Of course, but we don't always feel safe. Some of us don't feel safe in our own homes. Right, safe with our emotions. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the safety in marriage, like these spaces where people don't always feel safe. Yeah. Because I think we sometimes allow what we see on social media, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to married people, we don't always see the vulnerable spaces or we don't always see the struggles where people struggle struggle with intimacy they yeah. struggle with having a safe space emotionally in their marriage we can talk about communication issues all day but a lot of the times communication issues are rooted in, in something deeper yeah like not feeling safe with my emotions mm-hmm. like that's a real struggle in marriage and relationships period especially if it's a place where you may you feel like you're gonna be attacked absolutely based on how you feel who goes to a place where there's a threat of attack like, yeah I'm not, I'm not going to feel safe if that place just got robbed six times in the last week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm going to avoid that place as much as possible. But by doing that, as it pertains to marriage and, and communication and being with your, your spouse, when you avoid things, you become prisoner of those things. But you also pull away from the person that you should feel the safest with because you do share some level of intimacy, whether it be physical, emotional or spiritual. Absolutely. And safety matters. You know, I think. If we even dig into the roots mm-hmm. of issues with being and feeling safe in relationships with people, especially emotionally, we can go back to our childhood. Like for me, I haven't always felt safe with mm-hmm. sharing my emotions, which is like the vulnerable side of me. Right. You know, the the most authentic side of me, because, mm-hmm. you know, you see see me and I can put on a strong front because I'm just a strong woman but there's a soft side of me that not many people get to see and even you absolutely you know we'll be honest like I remember for the longest time I would always tell him I don't feel like I can cry in front of you Mm -hmm. and I didn't understand why part of me was always feeling like unsafe or uncovered or you know like I have to be strong for myself you can't see me cry because I didn't 
trust you with my emotions. I didn't mm. feel safe giving you those vulnerable parts of me all the time. I mean, you've seen yeah. me cry, but when it really mattered, I would self-soothe. And that was rooted in my childhood. Mm. So some of you may be struggling with sharing your e- emotions in relationships, specifically in marriage, you know, with your spouse, because you didn't have a safe space to share your emotions growing up as a child. And for me, I wrote about this in my book, how my childhood wasn't always peaches and cream, but you would have never known because I was grateful for my mom and dad and what they provided for us and things of that nature. But my parents used to go at it like, throw them bowls type going at it yeah, Mike and, Tyson punch out okay no, <laughs> they did you know yeah. um thank god you know they got delivered mm-hmm. but you don't always realize the effects of the things that happen in your childhood how they affect you later on in life um in your adulthood in different areas, areas. yeah so me not always feeling like I had a safe space and it really didn't dawn on me till recently honestly where I was like darn where did this me looking for a space space come from like what is this rooted in I thought it was just you it was mm. just like you you yeah, me, did me, not me. provide a safe space for me I was putting <laughs> on like, him what I was putting on him y'all I was like it's you but the Holy Spirit highlighted to me that this was something rooted in my childhood mm-hmm. and it was the memories of me waiting to see well when's the next sound yeah. of, of somebody fighting you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. where's that coming from or when am I gonna have to jump up and go you know to my mom's rescue or whatever it was that I was dealing with as a child so throughout my life I had a hard time finding a safe space to convey my emotions to be vulnerable to be my true authentic self because I felt like I was always in survival mode Mm. or I was always in fight or flight mode or you know that strong mode so it spilled over into our marriage and into how I emotionally connected with you now there are some other things that have hindered our ability to foster that emotional safety in our marriage especially with my husband being you know military him going to war and I'll let you talk a little bit about that how that affected us but I know for me instead of me saying okay it's just been you because he used to be very emotionally disconnected right and so I would just self-soothe I would turn to myself and you know that ain't always the best so you want to tap in yeah so you touched on your childhood and that's the root of a lot of us Mm -hmm. a lot of things that we deal with we try not to do what we saw our parents do And so a lot of times what we focus on is the bad things and say, you know what, in my marriage, I'm not going to do that. Like we don't have domestic violence issues. We're not we're not putting our hands on each other. Mm -mm. You know, that's not going to be a way for us to solve or fight when we have a disagreement. On my side, I didn't get a chance to see my parents really argue that I can remember. But I'm sure they had arguments because they didn't. The marriage didn't last. Uh, And so my depiction of marriage was my grandparents. My grandmother bickered a lot. She complained and things like that. But my granddad was just, you know, he was just, I don't know. I always say he was just bulletproof. Like he can just take her words and it not really. I never seen it really affect him. I never seen him cry. I never, you know what I mean? Like, so, so what role did that play in shaping who you are? Cause you sound like your grandfather a little bit. Yeah, I probably <laughs> you know? do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, although, you know, and he was prior military as well. So it could have been some of that that right. played a role. But just so, hearing you talk about it, I'm yeah. like, well, you sound like your, your granddaddy. <laughs> so what I was going to say with my mom, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring her back into this. I never saw her cry. To a certain extent, right? And so, even with that, like, so for me to see a woman cry, just foreign outside of church, you know, obviously when you move by the spirit and you this and that, yeah, you're going to cry all the time. But like, to actually see a woman weep 
or or to just be tired or mm. just be vulnerable i didn't see it enough I didn't even see i don't even remember seeing my grandmother cry she was just a hard hard-nosed person you know what i mean like just very stuck in her ways and but was just strong and so th- those are the things that i saw in you and so yeah i probably fumbled the bag a lot when it came to you not being able to cry around me and to be able to just let your emotions be free so some of it i did contribute <laughs> but a lot of it was from my end where i just didn't know how to handle that i didn't know what to do with that we didn't know what we didn't know so here's the thing right the alarm would go off in my head when you cry i did something wrong mm-hmm. when probably six times out of ten i didn't do nothing wrong the mother four times we're not talking about that four but, times out of ten okay <laughs> i knew she kidding. was gonna jump downplay my numbers y'all but the other times were just you either you tired or you you miss me or i it didn't even have to do nothing with me it could have no, just been it could have been me just being in my own mind you just being a woman <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute now. <laughs> i'm not saying that <laughs> no, only women cry because i you know i've learned to cry i don't cry as much as i probably need to but you need to cry crying is good for y'all yeah. like crying are they could be many things they could be healing tears they could be liquid prayers you know all of that cleansing yes y'all need to let you need to let some of this stuff out let it out but a lot of men scream no we don't always cry well that's the problem y'all need to cry <laughs> no we give you, a good you, little roar no, you know, like, ah, forget ah, that being all manly and stuff well, y'all need you know. to cry but you know what that's Stop. rooted in pride every time i would cry as a little boy <laughs> me up to my pride no but every time i would fall or hurt myself or cry or do anything as a little boy the first thing i would hear was don't stop cry. crying yeah get up you're a boy and that's where parents fail absolutely especially men I, I right do it with my nephews right yeah. now and i catch myself i'd be like oh uh, uh-uh, it's okay to cry but why are you crying right let's figure out what it is let's talk about it yeah males are conditioned to deny a part of them that's human like god created you because he has male characteristics and female characteristics and you're denying Mm -hmm. a part of who you are who god created you to be when you say don't cry no i'm gonna cry this hurts yep (laughs) that's something i love about your dad and he's taught me yeah he is a very emotional person he is. I, I, don't know point, I don't know either but like in times where you wouldn't expect him to cry he'd be crying oh gosh but it's not one of those cries where it's like you know oh help me i'm stuck in this and that no he's really in the moment he's very in touch with his his emotions yeah and i admire that mm-hmm. it breaks my heart because i'm a suck that's why i don't like for you to cry either yeah, yeah. i think that's why because it's something about a man crying that just break me down am i the only woman right out there you see a man cry okay especially because my daddy cried if my daddy cried get ready for the waterworks to start flowing yeah so for me i love that though because it shows that you're in touch with your human emotions yeah like you don't cry I used to think you was a robot like what's wrong with him like are you human like i know the military you know yeah. conditioned you but god dang like yeah. that's straight up a reality that a lot of military wives deal with when it comes to their husbands you're taught to be emotionless mm-hmm. or to hide it or to have your emotions by yourself yeah i spend a lot of time by myself and a lot of times i would cry by myself but i still don't know how to communicate that to you yeah like babe, i just was crying last night like 
to, for me to and say I'm that. I'm like, me too. Right? And, but then for me to say that, you'd be like, well, then, I don't know. In my mind, you're like, well, what you crying for? Just stop crying. Because <laughs> well, if you don't want to be there, don't be there. You, you I don't need, know. Look, nah, see, now you need deliverance from this I narrator do, I voice. Do, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it could be that voice, that childhood voice. Yeah, you know crying. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah first it thing could I be hear. that childhood, that, mm-hmm. that narrative. Who was yeah. that voice um, in your childhood and you carry that over into your adulthood? Mm-hmm. I tell you all the time, so the best way to get me to cry is put on Undercover Boss. <laughs> really? <laughs> Because I love to see good things happen Child, to people. That's that, the only time I see him man, cry for real. I don't know why, but that show just makes me just. He I turn over into the waterworks. What you be talking about? Like, why you cut, cry? Who yeah, cut the fan, the fan on? on? Like who, who cutting onions in here? <laughs> yeah, episode after I'm episode. Like, your eyeballs wet. <laughs> oh, you're you're human, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're human. So I think we do ourselves a disservice, <laughs> especially when we've conditioned ourselves to deny what we're feeling and to share that i feel like emotional safety is by far a foundation for a loving and healthy relationship and we rob ourselves of that especially for us you guys if you don't know our story we married at a young age Mm -hmm. we have quite the unconventional story we grew up together but our foundation had cracks in it and it wasn't until over the you know last six years where god has just been mending those cracks and putting together the broken pieces and restoring and healing because we grew up together and then we had a child who grew up with us so can you imagine the work that has to be done the healing that has to be done because we pass on what sometimes we think is wisdom but it's wounds wrapped in the form of wisdom and we pass those wounds on to our children right you know our parents we can't blame them they did the best they could with what they had Mm -hmm. when it came to us but some of that wisdom that's passed on it's not wisdom it's wounds wrapped up in the form of wisdom and so you have to really do the work you have to really confront these issues and these patterns and and break down these Mm. walls that stand in between you and your spouse having a healthy relationship having a, a healthy foundation as it relates to emotional safety intimacy you know so many other things in your marriage and like i said for me getting to the root yeah is always the solution to to remedying the fruit Mm -hmm. you want a different outcome you want to taste some different fruit in your marriage you got to get to root some of these things so at this point in our relationship would you say you're in a safer place now than you were before oh yeah absolutely and i'm just that's being real like just since that came to my awareness Mm -hmm. i feel safe it was like a wall came down because it was like no i'm not just blaming you and you being a robot (laughs) (laughs) you know having robot tendencies right but it's like no this is childhood stuff yeah and so god can't heal what you won't reveal right absolutely and especially what you won't confront because it's easy sometimes to project Mm -hmm. it's easy to deflect and you know i've done that in the past and it's like no look within right and then look beneath Right. Look down deep into those roots and say, wow, this isn't just happening because it's happening. Absolutely. No, this yeah. is something that mm-hmm. has to be dealt with that yeah. goes way back beyond who's standing in front of you. Yeah. There's so much about emotional intelligence that we mm-hmm. neglect trying to gain intelligence on another level, like with books and and you know skills and things like that and we neglect our emotions and we become what you just call me a robot mm-hmm. where in in certain circumstances it's it's good because if all of us crying who fighting if there's something going on we all can't just be distraught and why and, not 
Someone has to be <laughs> there. Well, because I'm uh, like, let's just be distraught together. But there's we'll, always then a, we, there, all right. Then yeah. get, get it together. But we sometimes just need an embrace, exactly. and then in that embrace, then we start crying. But like, if I ain't we laid out on the floor over there, and I'm laid out over here. Well, who, we just be who laid out. Anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that sometimes someone that's what has it takes. Comfort. There has to be some comfort somewhere. There, yeah. Well, we comfort. You just said we get up off the floor and comfort each other. Yeah. At some point. No. Nah, see, you you your robot talking. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Both of us can be down all right both of us okay can be vulnerable y'all i'm gonna test this out we just i'm gonna just fall out no no no, no not fall in, out not, with not, me not in a for real for real. not we like fall, i'm talking about fall out in, on the floor and cry i'm gonna get down there and cry with you okay i'm just all right oh you you already know <laughs> it don't take but two seconds for these water works let's go watch undercover boss come on let's go <laughs> <laughs> we already be over there crying together that's what y'all do okay if you and your husband or your wife having problems with emotional safety and your yeah. maternal undercover balls and watch the show together i guarantee you it's gonna tear down some walls All right you're gonna feel more valuable and valued because you can be yourself without being judged and and that's important. That's exactly what I was trying to get to. Well, I don't be judging you because no, you're just oh, okay, that's the say. next point. Like this, you know, get to <laughs> a like, place to where you don't to feel judged. And husbands, when your wife cry, it doesn't mean fix it. Absolutely. Thank you. That's another thing that I've done yeah. or I've tried to do. Like, well, what what can I what fix? Can I, can fix? I fix it? Well, you fix nothing. No, I don't need to fix it. Just need me. I just need hold you to hold me. me. Don't even say that. Just hold me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. You know, we women, we relational absolutely we need hugs and and believe it or not men are physical and we need hugs i bet you want a hug right now don't you yeah <laughs> that warm embrace no y'all want the, y'all want them hugs <laughs> but, but we y'all do want some we yeah. be like give me the hug okay that's it yeah our, our, I, I, I believe our all of our emotional um interaction can be jump-started with physical interaction I said jump started. I don't mean that it's going to keep it running, <laughs> but it'll get it started. So you mean just like touching each other? Yeah. In what way? So most of us men, I believe we all have these walls that we have up. And they're, they're walls to protect our heart, protect yeah. our manhood, protect our pride, protect the, us feeling macho, all of that stuff. Right. But there's a way you can touch me. So with your touch in different places and different areas can bring down a, a, a multitude of walls that I have up. That men have up. Yes. And okay, men. Your touch. And then the next one. This mm-hmm. is my last one. Your tone. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Boys respond to their mothers. Think about that. Most boys and most men they respond to how their mother talks to them, and not to say that their wife has to sound like their mother, but there has to be a nurturing tone that I'm taking you to a place to where I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to hold you in this this space. For however long I need to hold you until you're back up into strength. But then on the flip side of that, there are some who didn't have a nurturing mother. So how would they respond when it comes to tone? Because some people were abused. You know, some men were abused by their moms. So in that case, it would definitely be different. Right. So, yeah, there are different things Mm -hmm. that you can look at. That's why it's always important to get to the root and find ways that work for you. Because if a guy had an issue with his mom's tone, that would be a trigger absolutely (laughs) that would be a trigger Mm -hmm. you know for him yeah and triggers point to areas that need healing in you you know yeah so well what else you got to say about this entry this was so random yeah i know but it was random it was good to talk about i guess yeah that's what we're here for i guess so huh yeah you ready to go cry (laughs) i'm ready (laughs) sure (laughs) 
So you guys, I guess the whole point of of having this podcast today was to find your safe space with your spouse. Create a and safe create space. a safe space. That's more important, yeah. That you can be vulnerable, that you can be I don't want to say broken, but you can be in a place to where you're not held to to society standard or what society thinks a man or a woman should be. Yeah. You know? I would say one of the ways that you can increase safety and security in creating those spaces is to set boundaries, respect limitations, mm. you know, honor those boundaries and um, just give yourself grace. Yeah. <laughs> give your spouse grace because I know they won't always get it right. You know, the first time, you know, it's or a the second it's a, time or the third time. <laughs> maybe maybe no it's a journey you know it's it's a journey so don't don't set high expectations Mm -hmm. and protect yourself from giving up you know by by having realistic expectations Mm -hmm. setting those boundaries and those expectations and and communicating what's comfortable for you what's not comfortable for you yeah because some of us don't even communicate that we just don't say nothing at all and that doesn't make you know matters better it makes it worse so communicate that, you know, bae. And that's how it started with us. Yeah. Like I would communicate it and I would say, you know, bae, I don't feel safe mm-hmm. with this, you know, with you. I don't know why. Right. I, I, but I want you to know this is an area that I'm struggling with. And be, I'm, I'm telling you because I want to heal this. I want this to be better. Right? right. So be honest and communicate what you're feeling, what you're experiencing. And for those who are receiving, honor that. Yep. Honor the honest communication instead of being offended by it. Mm -hmm. Because you could easily, you could have easily took, you know, offense to me saying, what? You don't feel safe. Right. With this? Like, hold up. Well, yeah, I've been here all these years and you still don't feel safe with me. Like, what? I don't feel safe with you. You know what I'm saying? We could could have easily went back and forth. Right. But yeah, Yeah. just listen. Mm -hmm. Just listening and and leaving that awkward space, Mm -hmm. you know, for silence. Like, sometimes you don't need to respond with an answer. Like, just let it hang in the balance until. a solution or an answer like this the holy spirit was like girl this is not this is deeper than just you and him this is this goes back to childhood mm-hmm. be okay with that silence because god just might reveal some things to you absolutely and yeah. it, it will heal you and it will change you absolutely so i hope that something you heard in this podcast today inspired you inspired some healing in you and maybe even provoked some change or challenged you to think differently to think another thing and to to do a different thing right especially in your marriage if your marriage or in your relationships period so that's it you that's guys it. thank you for tuning in and we look forward to speaking with you on the next episode of building, building with, with the browns, browns.